Thank you so much for tuning in. You are listening to the Real Health, Real Talk podcast. My name is Ebony May. I'm a girl in my early 20s, a personal trainer and a soon-to-be nutritionist. I'm extremely passionate about holistic health and inspiring others to live happy and healthy lives. My goal and purpose in life is to encourage girls and women to feel good in and about their bodies. I interview some amazing women and share my own experience and knowledge in some solo episodes. Now, without further ado, let the real talk begin. Welcome to this episode of the Real Health Real Talk podcast. My name is Ebony May. I'm your host, personal trainer and soon-to-be nutritionist with a passion for helping women and girls feel great in and about their bodies. I'm so excited because I haven't done a solo episode in the longest time. Um, I'm going to get to that in a second, but I firstly want to thank everyone for tuning into the podcast. There's been a lot of new listeners, people posting it on their story, which literally makes my day because sometimes I forget when I'm recording that people actually listen to it. I just like get on a rant and then I end up publishing it. So thank you so much guys for tuning in. It means the absolute world. Um, Also for those of you who have left ratings and comments or reviews, I truly, truly appreciate it. It was so amazing. We got into the charts again, um, which is amazing. I say we, it is just me, but in a way you guys listen to it. So it kind of is, we got into the charts again, which is phenomenal because I look at the other podcasts which are there and the podcasts that I listen to and I absolutely love. So for people to be listening and liking it, it just honestly makes me so, so happy. Let's get into the topic of today, which is breakups. Today we are talking all about breakups. I would like to preface with the fact that I'm not really an expert um, on breakups. I don't think anyone would want to be an expert on breakups. I've only really been through one breakup, but I think that I've grown a lot since then and I sort of have done a lot of things that have really helped me. And I was out to dinner with um, two girlfriends a while back and one of them had just recently broken up with someone. It was more of a situationship and I sort of like went on this big spiel about all the things that she should do and just trying to motivate her and they both ended up at the end. They were like, oh my goodness, that was so motivating. So I really did want to make an episode about it, but I wanted to make sure that I covered all the points. So I've done a lot of preparation for this episode and I really hope you enjoy it. Okay, let's get into it. I've broken this down into different stages and then I'm going to talk for tips and advice in each stage, if that makes sense. But yeah, let's just get into it. The first thing I want to touch on is your feelings. So I think that it's really important to acknowledge that you can feel however you want to. You're allowed to feel sad, angry, disappointed, even happy, and that might make you feel guilty. Like if relationships ended and you feel happy about it, you might feel guilty. You're allowed to feel happy. Everything you're feeling is valid, and the sooner you actually sit into those feelings, the better. I think that it's really, really difficult when you know that you're upset, you know that deep down you're upset, and sometimes like it's a bit of a volcano and it's just going to erupt you may as well just feel those feelings. Acceptance is key. As Amira Rotella and Greg Verant said in their book, it's called a breakup because it's broken. It's called a breakup because it's broken. (laughs) It's sad. When I went through my breakup, my, I've said this on the podcast before, my friends joked about calling it my rock bottom. I was really, really upset. I didn't go to my week 12 of uni, which is quite irresponsible. I know. I do not recommend that. But the point is that although I was sort of a bit out of character and I wasn't doing the things that I loved, for that period of time, I was just letting myself feel really sad because 
you've invested so much into this relationship. Obviously, there's, you know, your situation may be different and everyone is different in their relationships. This particular relationship, I felt like I'd invested so much in. The fact that it was over it filled me with so much sadness and that can sometimes be overwhelming. But I let myself feel through that sadness. I didn't try and put on a brave face. I didn't try and, you know, go and do things straight away and act like nothing had happened. I let myself sit into those feelings and I think that is really important. With that being said, my next point is to not throw yourself a pity party. And maybe you can throw yourself a pity party, but I don't want you throwing yourself a pity month, you know? I think that it's important to let yourself have some time to feel the sadness, but then start doing things that bring you joy again. I know that sometimes breakup can leave you thinking like you'll never be happy again, but after you have felt into that sadness without ignoring it or suppressing it, it's time to insert joy back into your life. I promise you will laugh again, you will smile again and experience true and utter happiness again. But it starts from wanting to feel those things. And sometimes you can be in a bit of a destructive mindset. You're so upset and you don't even want to feel happy again because the thing that's happened is so sad, but you need to put effort into feeling joy. You might do the things that you love and feel nothing, still feel so sad, but over time it will get better. So go and see your friends, go to the farmer's market, see a movie, go for a walk, play with your dog. All of those things that used to bring you joy before the breakup still bring you joy. You're just upset. So it's about doing those things even if you don't feel like it because they're going to make you happy. My next point is kind of exciting. So it's time to reinvest your time. Relationships usually consume a lot of time. And the good news is that you have all of that time now to yourself. I've said before on the podcast, but when I was in a relationship, I didn't really hang out with my friends and family as much as I should have. And I'm definitely not proud of that. But I just, I know how easy it is to be consumed by a relationship and how it can, especially if you live with the person like I did, it's really hard to connect with all those other relationships in your life. You know, you have so many different relationships, friendships in your life, your family, your friends, and it's really important to acknowledge them. You have all of this time now, so maybe put some effort into doing that. Okay, so this is a major tip that I did and I feel like it had just, it has brought me so much happiness. It is the gift that keeps giving because she still brings me a lot of happiness. Buy yourself something to take care of. Now, if you can't get a puppy or something in your current financial or living situation, I was in the same situation. So do not fret. Buy a plant. Some of you may know my special ladyfinger palm, who is named Lynette. She features quite frequently on my Instagram feed, at Ebony May Health. Um, and she has just brought me so, so much joy. I bought her just, I think it was like the week after my breakup and just having something new and fresh in my room and something that I had to water, something that I had to look after, it took up a little bit more of my time. I mean, watering a palm, it doesn't take very much time, but even sometimes you don't feel like doing anything. And if something's relying on you like a plant, you have to get out of bed and water your plant. So that's what I did. And oh my goodness, nearly a year, no, she is about a year old now. And maybe I'll put her on my story um, just so you guys can check up on her because yeah, Lynette, I love you. And you brought me so much joy. And you guys may think I'm crazy, but plants are beautiful. You need to get a plant especially like Lynette, Ladyfinger Palm. I'm going to post a photo of her so you know how beautiful she is. Okay, moving on, because I think I'm starting to sound a little bit obsessed with Lynette. Lastly, on this same vein of reinvesting your time, fill it wisely. Start doing the things that you used to put off. And now this leads me to my next tip. Try something new and embrace the change. 
Let this huge change in your life inspire positive changes and use it as like a fresh start. I joined a touch rugby team and I loved it. It was a reason to leave the house, make new friends and exercise. I strongly suggest joining a team sport. Now, I had never played touch rugby before. It definitely wasn't an imp- like an A grade team. But it just that camaraderie of team sport and having somewhere to be is really important when you're upset. So that's what I did. And I made a lot of new friends. And one of my um, friends who I've been friends with for ages, she was on the team. She encouraged me to join it. So it was just really awesome having something to do. Another thing you can do is change your room around, clean out or rearrange your cupboard. Or you could get the cliche breakup haircut or color change. Although I really do advise perhaps bringing a friend or getting a second opinion or maybe waiting a few weeks after the breakup so you don't go and like shave your head in the heat of the moment because I feel like a lot of people like get a fringe or do their hair a crazy color after a breakup and they really regret it. So maybe wait, but change is as good as a freaking holiday. So just do it. Breakups are such a big thing. You're literally breaking up with someone who you have once loved, who you spent all your time with, and that is such a big change, but you get to view it in a positive light. So use that change and make it really positive. What can you do now that maybe you couldn't do when you did have this partner or maybe that they didn't like doing, but you love doing, so you sacrifice that? Okay, next tip is focus on your future. Depending on the nature of your relationship, you may have like me, started planning your future with this person, where you wanted to live, if you wanted to have kids one day, or what dog you were going to get. And it's so understandable that when a relationship like this ends, that you feel like the rug has been ripped out from underneath you, because it literally has. Like I, this person and I, we're not going to get engaged anytime soon, but I definitely wanted to spend the rest of my life with him. I felt like I was going to, and we had plans, like not in concrete, but what, where we wanted to live and what we wanted to do. And, and that's what I pictured all the time. So when that, when we ended and I knew that was over, so was all of this, these things that I'd imagined for our future. But the good thing is that you now have this fresh start and you have the ability to plan with no limitations. So like I said before, if there was something that you loved doing or something that you wanted to do that your partner didn't, this is your time to be able to do those things. Be selfish, plan to travel, focus on your career or other goals that are important to you and you can do this without being held down or backed by a significant other. The possibilities are literally endless for you. How cool is that? Like, I think it's really important to obviously acknowledge it's a really sad and and it a really hard time but it can also be really exciting it can be a huge growth opportunity and I think that looking at the excitement of this is really important if the distant future is too much to think about plan something within the next two weeks to commit to now my ex and I loved going to the beach together so it was really hard going back by myself because obviously I had all of these memories from when he and I were together going to this beach because we both loved doing this and the first time I went back, yeah, it was pretty difficult. But once I'd gone once, it sort of I realized that this was something that we both loved, but the beach is something innately that has always lit me up. And it's okay to do things that you used to do um, with your ex with just by yourself or with somebody else. And I don't know if any of you will be able to relate to this, but with an on and off, we, I had an on and off relationship for four years. So that's a long time. I was like 17 to 21. That's a lot of growth that happens in that period. Sometimes I find it hard to distinguish, okay, what was like us and then what was just me in a relationship? I don't know if that makes sense. So some of the things that we we used to do together or the way that I used to be with him, I'm not sure what is me and what was just me in that relationship. It's kind of hard to make that differentiation. So If there is something that you used to do together, you don't have to stop doing that. And obviously, maybe the first few times it's going to be sad, but if it's something you love, like I love the beach, 
you need to just go get that first time out of the way. But focusing on your future can be as easy as that, making a date with yourself to go somewhere you love like the beach. It's going to give you something to look forward to. It's going to give you something to get out of bed for or go out of town for. Even if it's just a little road trip somewhere by yourself or with a friend, plan something because I think getting a schedule intact is really important when you're going through a breakup. Next, I want to talk about working on your other relationship, the most important one. And of course, I'm talking about the relationship you have with yourself. Learn to cherish alone time again. And it may feel really strange at first because depending on the nature of your relationship, I know in my case, we spend a lot of time together. We live together. So it might feel a little bit strange at first, but you really need to get back or maybe you haven't before. Maybe you've never really had a great relationship with yourself, but that's even better because now you get to develop one and that's really exciting. I like to write out positive affirmations. Maybe tell yourself every day, I used to do this when I was really upset. I'd just say to myself, I'm okay, I'm strong, and I'm going to protect myself. And that may sound a little bit silly, but in that time when you feel like the rug's been ripped out from beneath you, you just need someone in your corner. And I am an advocate for letting that be yourself. Like, let yourself be the person who's there for you. Show yourself some love. Here's a funny little story. Um, Last Valentine's Day, I was single, so... I went out and bought my favorite flowers and they were sitting there and I was looking at them and I was just so happy and so proud of myself for going and doing that because I guess part of me was like, oh, this is a little bit silly, like buying myself flowers on Valentine's Day and you don't have to do it. You don't have to wait till Valentine's Day. But I was just really proud of myself because there's nothing that your partner could do for you that you can't do for yourself. And when you realize that, it sort of makes the breakup easier. Commit to bettering yourself. So I like to meditate. Granted, lately I've been really bad. I need to get back on the bandwagon. Learn something new. Eat healthy foods. And oh my goodness, I have to recommend Love by Zoe Foster Blake because I listened to that before my relationship ended, after my relationship ended, when my new relationship started. I love, oh, didn't even mean that. I love Love by Zoe Foster Blake and I strongly recommend it. Even if you're not going through a breakup, even if you've never had a relationship before or if you're in a happy relationship, it's really amazing. It's a book that is so insightful and I completely recommend it. This step is one of my favorites and the, and the biggest, I think one of the most important one is because your relationship with yourself is so, so important. And if you want to hear more about me talking about your relationship with yourself and that kind of self-lovey stuff, go to episode seven where I talk all about self-love. And I was just listening to this the other day. I was so candid. I was using the F word. I was really riled up because I think you can probably tell self-love for me is is a really, really important topic and one that I'm really passionate about. So I did talk a lot about that and that is in episode seven. The last thing that I want to talk about is gratitude. Gratitude is something that has come into my life and has changed my perspective on everything. I think that once you're grateful for something, no situation looks as dark as it did before the gratitude came in. I think that you can be grateful for everything. I think that, you know, there are really hard times, but you can try and find the light in those hard times. Now, you don't have to be friends with your ex or want them back to be grateful for your relationship. You can be grateful for what the relationship taught you, grateful that it's over or grateful for just the happy times. And I did say this in a few episodes ago when I was talking about new chapters. It's not a bad thing if you don't remember or don't constantly think about the hard times. Like You can be grateful for the good times because you're not in that relationship anymore. It's not toxic to not think about the bad times. In fact, I think it's toxic to fixate on bad times when you're no longer in that relationship. I think that 
it says a lot about a person and how much they've moved on when they can just take a deep breath in and when they do think about the relationship, not be overwhelmed with sadness, not be overwhelmed with regret, but gratitude. When you can feel gratitude for the time you were together and not hold anger or resentment towards that person, you raise your vibration. It's not for them. It's for you. So don't feel like you need to feel grateful and be like, oh, I'm going to feel grateful because that's going to help them out. Or it's not like it's not like you're forgiving them. You're feeling grateful and it's going to help you. Like the quote says, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. You holding resentment or anger for this person or the relationship is not productive. And if you're willing in that, you know it's not productive. So why are you self-sabotaging? Take a deep breath in and find the gratitude. These are the things that have really helped me uh, with my breakup and they're great tips anyway just to sort of reevaluate where you are and they can sort of be used at different times, not just when you break up. Maybe it's you're starting a new chapter and they're, they're just really good, I think, starting points for a fresh start. A few months after my breakup, I was implementing all of these things and obviously that's why I'm talking about it because I believe in all of these things. I was going for a walk, the sun was shining, I was listening to a podcast and I just stopped and I had tears in my eyes because it was the first time since I was 17 that I wasn't attached to someone, I didn't have feelings for another person, I wasn't weighed down by caring for another person and I was so completely and wholly content within myself and I had the strongest relationship with myself and that's what I want for you girls or boys listening to this. It may seem like you'll never get to that point. And trust me, I know how excruciating the sadness of a relationship ending can be. You will get to that point where all you can think about is just how grateful you are for the relationship you have with yourself and how much you've learned over the last few years and what the relationship has taught you. And I just can't wait for you to get to that point. If you are going through a breakup, I'm sending you so much love and just a hug through the podcast. I, I hope that you're being gentle with yourself and taking it easy. And I really hope that these steps help you because they really, really helped me. And I just really want you to just be living your best life and, and get to that point where you're completely and utterly happy and in love with yourself. If you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on my Instagram at Ebony Mayhealth. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. As always, if you want to rate or review, I'd extremely appreciate it. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.